0: I'm pretty notorious for having one of the dirtiest stashes that there there is in Tarkov. So uh, but what I try to do, like there are some times that I've just stopped playing because my stash is full and I d- do really well in a raid. Now I got all this gear that I got to figure out how I'm going to get it in there. Yeah, All my backpacks are filled. Every every rig is filled. There's no way I'm going to do it. And I'm just like, all right, well, I'm done with Tarkov today because I just don't want to deal with it. And But typically what I'll try to do to save my viewers the the headache of watching me do all this is I'll try to clean it like off stream. I'll listen to music or something, yeah. you know, and it, it's kind of therapeutic in its own weird way cleaning the stash and <laughs>
1: Welcome to Tardux, a podcast for content creators to come on and share their stories, experiences, and advice. And I'm pumped. I have hex on today. Welcome!
0: Hello! How are you? I'm good. Yourself? I'm doing great. I'm happy to be here. Thank oh, you very much. I'm happy much. you're
1: here, man. I really appreciate you taking the time to do this.
0: Even right. more excited now that I see you're such a Star Wars nerd. Look at all those Legos back there, Dude. my man.
1: I'm old. I saw the original Star Wars at the drive-in back in 77. Oh, yes!
0: It's not completed. It's yes. just in the box. This is now a Star Wars podcast, yes, by the way. Into, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's not
1: about me anymore. Uh, oh, speaking of to talk podcast, about this yeah, So, uh-huh. we start things off with three random questions. Are you ready? Hit me. All right. So, favorite home-cooked meal? Oh,
0: man. Uh, probably some good old, uh, like, tamales. Some okay. Tamales, get some menudo in there. Woo! Nice. I'm i'm, I'm
1: chilling all right red chili Woo. you like the spicy stuff i do yeah nice. i do all right best concert you've ever been to
0: oh man uh let's see so i used to work at a diy venue in albuquerque and i would say probably one of the craziest shows that i ever saw was is a band called the chariot i don't know if you're familiar with no? them but uh It was in a very small, compact area. They're very known for being uh, very wild and crazy, very energetic type band. And it was kind of rare anymore to see them in such like a small space, especially a DIY space. So uh, I think that might've been one of the funnest shows I've been to. That's the thing that comes to the top of my head at least.
1: Yeah, it's it's so cool when you see that, you know, that act that usually plays the large venues playing in a small place and maybe not everybody knows about it. And you're just like, yeah, yeah it's pretty cool. because
0: A lot of those bands go back to, like, their roots of just playing in, like, you know, very small to, like, small groups of people. Yeah. And they, that's where... The, they miss a lot of times
1: yeah. too to be uh, honest so yeah, yeah so I'm I'm from Canada originally <clears throat> and we're you know we're near like New York Massachusetts so we would catch Canadian bands that like you know sell out arenas back home and they play yeah. small venues here so we'd right. see somebody who played like you know uh Skydome in a little bar you know strip mall in Albany and it's just yeah it's unheard of and they're excited and everybody around you can tell they're all Canadians because they got this like deer in the head light looks <laughs> like oh my god Yeah,
0: yeah, the energy is just different in those Uh, types of shows. Absolutely. All right,
1: right. third last question. Third question is: last TV show or movie you saw? Oh, uh,
0: I I guess it would have to be. No, no, no. I started. uh, I was going to say Ahsoka, but uh, it was probably Loki. I just started uh, the new season of Loki. Loki. I'm not big on uh, comic book movies. I never have been, to be honest. However, that Loki show, there's something about it that just hits different, and I absolutely love the first season, and yep. I genuinely have nothing bad to say about the start of the second season either. Oh, I don't know cool. the lore of Loki yeah. or anything, so I don't know if, like, you know, everyone's <laughs> going to be like, ah, oh, this show sucks, <laughs> it's, it's, the lore is terrible, like how I am with Star Wars, yep. so I don't,
1: I don't know exactly, but I'm liking it. All right, that's I'm all lucky. that matters, man. Yeah. Uh, all right, so let's jump into this. First of all, where does the name come from, Hexloom?
0: Uh, I've never talked about this on stream. You're getting this the scoop, and I have avoided this question <laughs> like the plague, <laughs> like many pla- many questions I am asked. Uh, I Hexloom was the product of me just literally trying to figure out a name, and also me reading an article that said. Having two O's in a name uh, is <laughs> like, like, like Google. Oh, uh, humans okay. kind of translate that to not necessarily. I wouldn't say success, but yeah. it's like a, a a familiar name. So I went through a list of a whole different stuff before I got Hexloom. There was like Gloom, and there was like a, a bunch <laughs> of other stuff that had two O's in it. Yeah, but eventually it it went down to Hexloom. But it also was. Can I get all of the handles for it? Ah, uh, yeah. Because that was something that was big for me is like I wanted to have all the handles. Yeah. Uh, you might not know this, but when I first started streaming, I didn't have the name Hexloom. My name was actually uh, Asless Chaos, um, <laughs> <laughs> which was a. Uh, I got that name with it by a typo that I was sending my friend a text. I was Asless Chaps, obviously, but it was translated <laughs> to Asless Chaos. We thought it was funny, like for a bit, then. And that's when I, like, started streaming, and I just used that name. Yeah. Somehow made affiliate with it. And, <laughs> uh, you know, I even have a TwitchCon badge with that name on oh it. Oh,
1: my God. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but, you know, the streams
0: kind of started picking up a yeah. bit more, and, you know, you gain that traction a little bit, and then you kind of start thinking, I should probably take this a bit more serious, you know, <laughs> if it's becoming something like this uh, profitable. So I yeah. was – I did a name change and that's basically what it
1: is. Excellent. And I
0: like the name. I thought it was great. It's like one of the few things I've named that I thought was cool.
1: Yeah. So. Oh, very cool. All right. So we got the scoop right there.
0: Not as exciting
1: as probably people. <laughs> would want. That's probably why I avoid the question.
0: <laughs>
1: oh. All right. <laughs> so who was Hexloom before you discovered YouTube and creating content? What's your background? Where are you from?
0: Oh. Uh, well, I'm originally from Albuquerque, New Mexico, the good old Southwest. Uh, before I was doing YouTube videos and everything, I, um, I, I, am a, I'm a 90s kid, so I grew up with, like, the camcorder. Yeah. And my, my dad had, uh, this camcorder, and I would play with that thing constantly. I would make, like, my own little mini-movies, and I, I didn't have too many friends, and my sister and I, we have a big age gap, so it's not like we were hanging out at all, so... Uh, it was just me and my dog, and my dog would probably be a star in, like, a lot of these little home videos that I had and everything, and um, I would just be doing that, and that's kind of maybe the first taste of editing that I ever did as well was just you had to rewind the, the tape, <laughs> and then you have to you have to record it where, like, that part, part was. Editing sucked back then. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but I would do that, and then I gradually – my first probably form of – of creative, uh, my creative brain was music actually. Yeah. So, I started playing guitar when I was a kid. Um, and I kind of stopped for a while, and I didn't get really back into it until maybe I was like twelve or so, mm-hmm. and that's when I was just like nonstop. That's all I thought about was like music and guitar. Yeah, and so that's that that was the hexlum before YouTube. Okay. I mean, it still is kind of the loom now,
1: but yeah. And what kind of music, you know, do you play today? What, you know, what style or, you know, genre would you say? I don't know, man. I, I just, I, I just,
0: wherever my mind goes, I yeah. guess you would, it would be more indie type music anymore. Uh, but I've been in various bands as well that yeah. play different types of music, more hardcore music and, and stuff like that. But like, I've been in the music scene for forever as well. So. Yeah,
1: what kind of influences would you say, like, you know, growing up where you're, you know, were you like thrash? Were you skate punks? You know, heavy metal. Definitely more, like, uh, vibed more
0: with, like, skate punk or screamo-type music. Yeah. For sure. Uh, A lot of the bands that influenced me back then, I wouldn't say I listen to necessarily right now, but uh, a lot of the bands that got me back into guitar were bands called, like, uh, The Blood Brothers, uh, Fear Before the March of Flames, bands like that. And then it kind of gradually, you know, you start discovering other
1: music, and you take inspiration from everything, man. So Very cool. All right, now how about from a video game standpoint? When did video games start? You know, start for you.
0: Uh, well, I, uh, when I was a kid, I had a Nintendo sixty four. I that was the first console that I ever had. Um, but I think my friends had like a old NES that I, I would play and stuff like that. So th- that that might have been my first introduction yeah. to video games was like playing on my friend's console. But my own personal one was uh, the Jungle N sixty four. green (laughs) see-through one i wish i still had it man but i don't yeah so i think uh, paper Paper mario was probably like my top favorite game okay it probably still is
1: to be honest and now when did you you know start jumping over into the pc side of gaming Mm,
0: that wasn't until probably like 2016 yeah so i was uh yeah that that probably wasn't until that realm and when i first got my first pc so it's relatively actually kind of I want to say recent, but it's yeah. actually kind of been a while. <laughs> I, I, in my head, I think it's recent. But yeah. Did you grab? has been a while.
1: Did you grab the PC f- to go to do gaming, or was it more for you know editing and creating content back then?
0: Uh, both. Yeah. So I actually bought a PC because of the game, the video game Rust. Oh, okay. I so back in like 2016, I I was uh, huge into YouTube, so I would be uh, watching. Casey Neistat. I would watch uh uh somehow somehow video games were just went into the algorithm and I got fed aqua fps videos, I got yeah. fed Zuckles, uh Sir Winter, Vertigo, uh Faceless, all these Rust content creators, and I was just eating them up because yeah. this video game was so cool. It was like this sandbox thing, but you can you can literally create whatever you wanted with it, and it, it just it blew my mind. Yeah. And so I literally uh, I was making my own vlogs at the time as well on like s- some old channel, but yeah. I I wanted to improve my own editing game, and so I bought a PC, and uh, I spent I don't even know how many hours playing Rust, <laughs> but that's kind of what it started becoming. I shifted uh, my creative brain mm-hmm. to it was like creating video game videos or yeah. just content oh, okay. or whatever. So, yeah.
1: so the YouTube experience was definitely YouTube was first before Twitch came along and in, into that, mm-hmm. that realm of things.
0: Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm, definitely.
1: And now, what you know, were you? Do you have any editing back? Um, you know, training or s- classes or anything like that? Or Was really just everything self self taught.
0: Nope. Everything was self taught. I mean, I would I would mess around with uh, Windows Movie Maker. Yeah. You know, on like an old laptop to do certain things, but you can only do so much with that. Right. And uh, it wasn't until I got into Premiere. That yeah. I really started like I was like, I can do so many things with this. But I would be inspired by a lot of people's editing as well. So yeah. if I saw something, I was like, How do they do that? YouTube. Exactly. <laughs> YouTube, yeah. YouTube has the answer. I don't need to take a full course on it. Yeah. Um, I I feel like if you already have a vision for something, you can do it yourself. Yeah. More than likely, to be honest. Yeah. And then if you continue to do it, it'll just be stuck in your brain.
1: Okay. So. And now when did you hit that, you know, when did you sort of start streaming on Twitch? When was, you know, what made you hit that go live button?
0: Uh, I feel like with a lot of streamers who start streaming, they probably were introduced to Dr. Disrespect. Um, And whatever you want to say about the guy, he is definitely inspired, I would say, a ton of people to stream. And uh, definitely I would consume, when I first discovered him, I was consuming his content like crazy his streams he was just like he was literally just this entertainer he has an yep. insane production and that's what you want to see so uh i think that's what kind of inspired me to actually go live or 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 stick my toes into like the streaming yep. world itself honestly so okay
1: and then when you did go live did you you know have a, a thing like he did or did you you know were you just like sort of you know just your you know, you are who you are, and that's how you, you start streaming.
0: Uh a little bit of both. Um, I, I would definitely take inspiration from him. However, I would uh my one of my biggest editing inspirations or video, or even honestly, probably what shaped my comedic brain or thinking way of thinking was Tim and Eric. Awesome show, great job. And so uh, which they have a lot of green screen things. Yeah. And when I first started streaming, that's what I would do as well. Oh, okay. It's like we had this live show people could call in and we had lots of various different scenes that we would do uh, for that. Oh, okay. And, uh, but also there would be days that I would just be gaming. Yeah. Now that I think about it, I was just like, I was just doing whatever I wanted. <laughs> <That'd be laughs> That's true. what I was doing. I had no thoughts. I was just pressing go live and whatever comes of it comes. Of yeah. It. So yeah. Uh,
1: oh, shoot. As a content creator, as a streamer, what's, you know, like, do you some days wake up like I don't feel like hitting that streaming button or oh, yeah, dude
0: all the time, man. I, I'm in my 30s. Like sometimes I just don't like I, I don't want a camera on me. I don't yeah. want people looking at me. <laughs> I don't want to feel like I have to entertain people. Right. I just want to sit in a room and stare at a wall and silence. <laughs> That's what I want to do some days, you know, yeah, but, uh, that kind of you really have to balance when you're in any form of content creation, your mental health with uh you you really kind of need to put that first and foremost and i think that's something that i learned mm-hmm. so i think for for me mental health is probably the, the biggest hurdle yeah um to go back
1: to your question that to, right. to, to get over and now you know keep what, in mind i guess you should say and now say. uh you know sort of what's been the highlight or the peak moment from you know going live was it you know twitch partner or a certain thing that happened you know while streaming
0: uh twitch partner is a big one that was something i always wanted to um to, to strive for and like achieve yeah uh i genuinely genuinely though i would have to say the best thing to come of it is i've met so many cool people through streaming yeah uh and a lot of the people when i first started streaming there's two people in particular uh that i am still very close friends with and they i wouldn't hesitate to take a bullet for them to yeah. be honest they're, they're there's those types of people they're those types of people. Yeah. Sorry, this caffeine's kicking in now. That's all right. I... That's all good. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm just rambling. Um, but I would have to say the people that I've met ha- has been really great, and yeah. I've also met a lot of people that I have looked up to. Yeah. Over the years, I mean, Aqua is one of them. You know, and never in my wildest dreams, but I think in 2016 when I'm watching this guy, that I would be, you know, one of uh, a good friend with him. Yeah. It- it's crazy.
1: That's so. amazing, and that, yeah. speaking of Aqua, how did you guys, you know, end up, you know, connecting and meeting? So, uh, going back to Rust, I was,
0: I was making Rust videos, and uh, you know, some some of the bigger Rust content creators kind of took notice of, of a few of my videos and stuff, um, and I was invited to the H June content creator server that he was doing at the time, and I went on to that. But Aqua and, uh, like, Chum and Pestily and I forget who else. I, well, Kings, Kings, they were all in a group together. Yeah. Uh, and somehow it just, it just happened to, perchance, that both of our groups made this, like, uh, our paths happened to cross on this server somehow. Yeah. And um, uh, did the whole thing. And then I was like, well, I want to make a really good video about it. And so I started doing cinematics and things for it. And I was like, well, I kind of want to hit up Aqua to see if he would voice like his own part in it because I'm making this whole story. So yeah. I messaged him and uh, he said, yes, he's always game for anything. Literally sent me the stuff that I needed right away. And I think that that was like my first interaction with him.
1: Yeah. like in oh, a life cool. And
0: he doesn't know this, but I was fanboying the whole time, by the way. <laughs> the whole time this was happening. I was like, oh my God.
1: <laughs> Aqua Yeah. <laughs> It's gonna be in my video. Oh, uh,
0: but that was that was a really cool video.
1: Nice. And now you know if somebody's coming into your stream for the first time, what are they in for? What kind of experience is a Hexling you know, stream?
0: Um, any more, it's definitely gonna be Tarkov. Yeah. Uh, I definitely made a switch over to Tarkov from Rust, but uh, I think more of anything is very cliche, but it's I I would have to say good vibes. Yeah. I think a lot of People in the, especially for Tarkov, is kind of like a more serious type streams, or, you know, or W W Keen all the time, yeah. baby. Uh, <laughs> but I think for me, it's kind of more of just, I want to focus more on how can we have fun. Yeah. I don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't care about gun schematics or anything. Like, let's just have some fun. Let's, how it's a goofy way to play this game. Yeah. And just hang out. Okay. So I, I always viewed streaming as kind of my social... Interaction. Yeah. My, my, like I'm first and foremost, I am hanging out with you guys. So, above all else, playing yeah. some video game. So,
1: and that's, you know, that's a great, you know, way to approach it. You know, you have your YouTube as, the, you know, that's your core and your sort yeah. of your stream is where you sort of just hang out and hang out with your community essentially. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, you know, well, the, the nice thing about YouTube is it works when you're not live. You don't have to be on, you don't, you know,
0: yeah. And, there, you know, if you miss a stream, you're you're going to see it as a YouTube video anyway, edit it down. So yeah, yeah, I think some people like that more.
1: And now, you know, to take this full time, you know, make it a career, you know, was there a certain moment that happened that you can say, yeah, this is the moment that let me do this? Or was it just gradual increase of videos and just collaborating with people?
0: Uh, I kind of was an interesting uh, exception, I guess. So I... Kings actually had going going back to Kings uh, uh Kings Kings had been in my streams back when I used to do the uh it was a, like a live show like viewer Collins and yeah. people would call in and stuff. He used to watch me on that. I didn't know who Kings was. Yeah. Uh, as far as like him managing Creator's Club or or Aqua or anything. I, he was just a viewer. Um and eventually Kings I don't I I can't really remember how it happened but eventually Kings had seen my editing and he also saw that video that I did uh, with Aqua and his Spoon Kids in it a bunch of other cool Rust content creators. He saw that video and he kind of tossed around the idea of me coming to edit for Creators Club specifically Aqua. Yep. <clears throat> and um I I was like yeah that's cool. Uh, I would love to do that and at the time I had been working for the government and I was trying to transition out of that. And this was like a perfect opportunity for me to do that. Yeah. And so I, when he told me, okay, this is what we're going to do. You come on to edit, but you still make like your own stuff. Uh, and then eventually it'll transition into, you can do everything on your own and you don't have to edit uh, for Aqua anymore. Yeah. Because you'll be self-sustaining finally. So oh, okay. and that's basically what happened. Yeah so yeah and now um, so i think i've been on my own for like a year now or so
1: oh wow and now yeah. up until that point where have you done any editing for other people or really it was just up to you know for you for you at that point
0: no it was just me uh i did like a couple of music videos just like creative stuff that me and my friends would do yeah things like that but nothing nothing to the point where it was like a company reached out to me and was like would you You know, I'm editing for them or something.
1: Okay. And now, you (laughs) know, today when it comes to creating your videos, and what is your sort of, you know, sort of like, you know, from concept to like and subscribe? You know, do you approach it like, let's get some game footage or do you have a story in your mind and then you, you know, go from there? Uh, Both. I I think
0: it was easier to do the story type aspects with Rust, um, mainly because they do have a cinematic debug type camera that you can, you can create what you could create your own movies in that thing if you wanted, which is great and uh with tarkov you kind of can't really do that as much yeah um so you kind of have to just think of different ideas of playing the game sometimes and obviously not every video is going to be like that but right. uh at least for me but uh, if you, if you have like a solid idea of playing the game differently or just thinking outside the box or, or you can that's pretty much where i try to do anymore yeah at least for tarkov for right now most of my contents just Tarkov related. So
1: now having that sort of offline group mode, you know, when they came out with that last year, did that help with any of you know, you're creating you know content for you know your Tarkov videos and whatnot, or did you l- use that much?
0: Not really, because it's not it's not what I want. Like yeah. I, what I want is like I want to be able to have depth of field. I want to be like cre- create cinematic stuff. Move you, that you camera around free. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and yeah. you can't. You just can't do that. At least for not that I know. Of. Yes. Does anybody know? <laughs>
1: Does anybody know? Uh, so, and how do you, you know, today, like, you know, if you're watching a movie or TV show, are you watching it and you're like, you know, watching it differently, looking for different ways to take, you know, that you can incorporate into your videos?
0: Uh, oh, like movies and yeah, stuff? Yeah. Like when cool? you're
1: watching movies, like, oh, that's a cool shot, how they did that, or, you know, this transition, things, you know, of that nature. Yes.
0: Yes. I was very big on movies growing up as well. Yeah. Uh, uh, which probably goes to me using that camcorder all the time, too, <laughs> trying to make my own. But I, I've always loved movies, but it, it's then I want to know who, who directed this movie, who did the cinematography to this, yeah. who edited this movie, you know? And so I, I would definitely say a lot of the movies that I've watched has had a huge impact on my own style of editing, Um yeah, for sure. Or even just the types of videos that I've done in yeah. the past.
1: Now, is there yeah. any certain movie or, or genre of movie that sticks out? Like, yeah, you know, just great cinematography, how they do this, you know, the way they shoot things. Uh,
0: I mean, a really well edited movie is the movie Whiplash. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've seen that. Yeah. But that's a really well edited movie. I, I think for me, stuff that like inspires me to want to make things are typically dark comedies. There's yep. a, a Japanese movie called Why Don't You Play in Hell. And it's just basically a movie about these kids who always wanted to make movies and then eventually it like skips forward 10 years and they haven't done anything. It, but, like it's just, and it's like they're all older now and they don't know what to do. They're like failing creators. <laughs> and then it uh, so happens that this Yakuza uh, gang wants to make a movie of them uh, fighting this other gang. Okay. And so they have these guys record it for it and they're all hyped because they finally get, this is their big break and stuff like that like dark yeah. comedy stuff like that I, I i really like oh
1: cool you know when you we talked a little bit earlier about the twitch partner you know becoming twitch partner what was your partner story how many times have you applied do you remember where you were when you got the uh, notification uh i
0: probably applied I'm trying to think when did i get it i want to say i got it on my third application i want to say it was either th- uh, yeah probably third yeah um I was just randomly wait, uh, laying in bed. I woke up and I was just, you know, going through my emails. Yeah. To see what I got. And I had this, it was actually in like a spam folder. And uh <laughs> for some reason, <laughs> and it was like, Hey, you've been accepted to the partner program. I was ecstatic, man. But I also didn't, I didn't believe that it was. Ha- it's one of those things that you want for like so long. And then you finally get it and you still don't believe that it has yeah. happened yet. So, um, but yeah, I went. I went on my desktop PC, and sure enough, I had the the check mark. Nice. So, that was a really cool
1: thing. Very cool. All right. And now we talked a little bit about Kings. You know, some people may not even know what who Kings is or what Creator yeah. Creator Club is. Who is Kings?
0: Kings is the brainiac behind Creators Club. Creators Club is a uh, collective of people, basically that he manages. Uh, it includes myself uh aqua fps z omid uh Trey. There, there's a whole bunch of creators on that list to be yeah. honest well and used to be part of it as well uh and he's just honestly just a dude that really just tries to help us out <laughs> he's yeah. just a really good guy he uh he takes a chance with certain creators uh is another one yeah uh it takes a chance with certain creators uh, just to see that that he likes i feel like that's what it is more yeah. for for him. He likes this person, he wants to give him a shot and see where it goes. Yeah. But yeah, he's he's the guy that keeps us all in line. oh cool. <laughs> Basically.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so now do you still edit for, you know, for the for Creators Club and edit for the other people or really just your own work nowadays?
0: Uh anymore I edit for myself. However, I I told Aqua in the past that if he ever does food review videos that I will do them for yeah. him. And so the last video that i edited for him that was game related was back uh maybe last twitch con so it's been literally a year yeah uh and which was his last food review actually now that i think about it so i haven't done anything video game related for him for quite some time okay i recently did a food review for him but i like i wanted to do that yeah so uh anymore it's just it's just for me now yeah
1: okay and anybody who's thinking about, you know, making YouTube videos and whatnot, jumping into that space, any advice for them? Like, you know, how they should approach it, you know, what tools they should use? Uh... <laughs> Sorry, I,
0: I'm trying to think. Um, <laughs> it's, just, it's just so hard, you know, uh, to, like, make it anymore. I feel like you're so yeah. up to the will of whatever algorithm is going on that week. Yeah. Uh, but if you are definitely passionate about it, I would say find a video editing pr- software that you actually enjoy and stick with it yeah. um, and le- learn with it. DaVinci has a free version if you were just trying to dip your toes into video editing. I highly suggest that. They edit movies on that, so it's not like some kind of cheap software. Right. Uh, it, most in, first and foremost, I feel like you need to figure out your own type of editing style, mm-hmm. as, whereas don't try to just be... Uh, copy paste just try to figure out what your own kind of uh, you know uh, humor or whatever type of content you're trying to create is and go with it yeah and people people who like that will will come eventually all right so
1: and when it comes to editing are you you know do you do much on the sort of long form con or i mean like the the vertical content like tiktoks and shorts you know is that a space that you know everybody needs to be in to you know succeed nowadays
0: Sadly, yes. I cannot stand TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot stand shorts. I, I hate it. I, I'm never even on TikTok anymore. It is such... It, I think it... Me, personally, I think it just makes you stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, You will just start going on that, and next thing you know, it's been two hours, and yep. I've wasted half my day. And I also have learned nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have seen a new poop video. Like, it's like, okay, cool. I spent my time wisely. But, sadly uh you kind of need to take you need you kind of need to put your eggs in multiple baskets yep. you know you can't keep them all in one basket so uh, honestly youtube shorts have helped me a lot gain traction to the channel so uh, you, you kind of have to do it
1: yeah <laughs> so, no, i'm right there with you on tiktok i have a younger daughter and that's she's just yeah. like was, oh yeah we saw this on tiktok we can make this like oh god yes Yep, just swipe. Are we, <laughs> are we old? Are we, are we yes. old? <laughs> We're old Oh crusty, no! yes. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, All damn right.
0: Damn TikTokers.
1: <laughs> it, oh All right, so there. Tarkov, what was your path to, you know, escape from Tarkov? Uh, I...
0: So Tarkov was kind of a game... Uh, I, I knew about it when I was playing Rust. I mained Rust, and I, I kind of had seen other people playing it, so I bought it, you know, the, the basic package, whatever. And, um... I, I would play it whenever I wasn't streaming uh Rust. So it would be the game that I would go to to ironically cool down, cool off with, <laughs> or just have fun with, which yeah. is kind of funny to think about now. But because uh, I wanted to learn how to play, and it, it was just so overwhelming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that game is so, has such a huge learning oh, curve.
1: Oh, God, yes.
0: But I wanted that because um I felt like I had learned everything I could at that point with Rust. So I was trying to figure out a different game to, to enjoy. Yeah. So, uh but it wasn't until I actually started getting into it until I started editing for aqua. Um, because I would edit so much Tarkov content. And in the beginning, I didn't even know what anything was. I was yeah. like, is this toilet paper important? <laughs> like, do I need to focus on this stuff? Like I have no idea. And so, uh, honestly, I would learn maps a lot of the times through editing oh, Okay. Just content. I would learn a lot of this stuff actually just through editing. Um, most importantly, I would learn how to lose a lot of rubles in the game yep. through editing Aqua. So, <laughs> so uh, no, I would, but I would learn a lot just by doing that. And yep. I just started consuming all this Tarkov content, all these new creators that I'd never heard of before. And it was, it was great. Yep. Yeah. A new way to play with new ideas. So, ah. yeah.
1: and, I, and did you enjoy playing the game?
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, definitely. I wouldn't have kept playing it. It's if I don't like a game, I won't play it. Yeah, like at all. It's just, in my opinion, it's a waste of time. So, uh, yeah, I liked it.
1: Now, what, you know, what, you know, what was the hook Tarkov had on you that you know kept you playing it, and you, you know, up until today too? So,
0: I really had never played like looter extraction shooters before. Yeah. Um, and I feel like probably a lot of people's introduction to that will be Tarkov, but I it was just there was so many things that you could do so many uh, ways to create like a gun just different parts and like every yeah. it was just the overwhelmingness of it i wanted to learn like how to get better you yeah. know i wanted to be better at the game i started when right before they got rid of uh right right before they started inertia okay uh so i was zipping through fucking maps like like
1: crazy you know <laughs>
0: playing the game like call of duty yeah. and so uh, and it was fun, and but every wipe comes something that you know they either change, mm-hmm. and you gotta it's some new hurdle you
1: gotta get over. So it's just, yeah, more content. Uh, and uh, did you enjoy? You know, do you play enjoy playing a solo or with you know with a, a group of people?
0: Uh, I generally am a solo guy. Um, you start getting like three people in the game. That's too many people for me to keep track of. Yes. To be honest, in the game like that, I I got to keep track of you guys and also these sounds that are coming from everywhere and God knows where what floor it's on. I, I don't, who knows.
1: And he's two hundred meters I, out, and we can. Yeah, it's not like, even on the same map.
0: <laughs> I'm listening. I'm hearing some other map. Yes, it's it's too it's too many people. Uh, so I try to I try to keep it. If I'm playing with others, I try to keep it like three or below. Yeah, but it's, so, duos are. Ideal if I'm playing with someone, try to play with someone else.
1: Yeah, because it's it's a weird game to play with others because everybody has different call outs. If you haven't played with them before, yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah, that too. And then <laughs> then the comms is like you know some people are chatty, some people are just awful with you know it's just like yeah it is a unique game to play with others.
0: <laughs> yeah, so oh. I, I I typically just do it solo. That way I can spend a lot of more time on on chat as yeah. well
1: and now you know the other aspect of tarkov that's different than the other games is you have a stash to manage so as a streamer Mm. you know people don't want to watch you and you know most people probably don't want to see somebody spend an hour in, in your stash you know what's your you know do you have the clean stash ready to go or is it just like throw shit in and away you know go from there
0: i'm pretty notorious for having one of the dirtiest stashes that there there is in tarkov so uh but what I try to do, like, there are some times that I've just stopped playing because my stash is full and I d- do really well in a raid. Now I got all this gear that I got to figure out how I'm going to get it in there. Yeah. All my backpacks are filled. Every every rig is filled. There's no way I'm going to do it. And I'm just like, all right, well, I'm done with Dark Harbor today because <laughs> I just don't want to deal with it. And But typically what I'll try to do to save my viewers the, the headache of watching me do all this is... I'll try to clean it like off stream. I'll listen to music or something, yeah. you know, and it, it's kind of therapeutic in its own weird way. Cleaning the stash and making making some of that rubles.
1: Yeah, ah. you know. and then speaking of music, I you know I caught a stream the other day. Where you were you know doing some guitar stuff, you know, putting together yeah. a song or something like that. Do you you know have you done a lot of streams like that, or is this sort of you know something new you've, you're trying? Uh, I've
0: done one before, as far as a guitar stream. Uh, it was kind of a pain in the ass figuring out how to route route it uh, for audio, yeah. but I figured out a way finally to, I can stream my MacBook because I use uh, Logic anymore, so I have to, I can stream my MacBook to it. Yeah. So I might do some more um, guitar streams. Uh, usually they're just kind of like, you know, hey, let's do one. Yeah. Why not? Let's see what we can do. Okay. It's just like whatever mood I'm in kind yeah. of thing. Because typically with music, I I that's kind of like a me thing, usually. Yeah. It's like I can zone out and I can just.
1: You don't have to rechat and just. Disengage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. All right. And now, when Kings, Kings has been on the pod, he talked about a subathon that they, you know, a whole bunch of people got together at his house. Or I don't know if it was this house or they rented a house. Were you part mm. of that crew?
0: Yeah, I've been in every single one. And he said they're,
1: they're interesting. <laughs> just kidding. Uh yes, the
0: first they they are interesting. Let me tell you, when you get a group of uh creators, kind of like us, who are probably borderline crazy, uh, <laughs> it's it makes for some interesting content. More so probably Sturdicky than anyone else, but uh, that guy's a madman. But he is—he's
1: yeah. <laughs> a character, dude. I love him to death. <laughs>
0: He's like on day like fifty or something of his own subathon yeah. right now, sleeping in a cardboard box or yeah, you know, in his spaceship. A, nuts but I have had nothing but fun doing them. We're actually going to be doing one uh next week. So d- while everyone's at TwitchCon, uh we will be back in the basement doing oh, a, our Lord. own subathon. It'll be myself. I think Zchum's coming for a couple of days, uh, Stradecki. uh if he leaves his pod. I actually don't know what the <laughs> hell's going on with it. He still has like 100 hours on that clock. Uh, and uh Lettuce Sucks will also be there. Okay. Yeah, so it should be Some fun shenanigans.
1: Yeah, Decky, you know, went to backpacking, hiking with Pastelli, Pestley. It was like, holy crap, dude. That's just crazy.
0: He was the perfect person for that, I think, too. Yeah. Yeah, I think so.
1: Because I was talking, I think I had, uh, I don't know if I was talking to Pest or Michael. It's like, you take all these people, most of them have never met each other before. You don't know what limits you could joke with somebody. You know, it was like, yeah, exactly. It's just like, oh, man, you're just rolling the dice.
0: Or if you're just, just gonna get along with someone in right. general. It's just a joke. Just like, it, can I be near this person for an extended amount of time?
1: Yeah, exactly. So, uh, so now, so you're not doing TwitchCon in Vegas next year. What have you been to? Were you at the TwitchCon in San Diego? Yes. How was so that? I've been
0: to, it was fun. Yeah. yeah. I've been to two TwitchCons. One is affiliate, one is a part partner. Yeah. I'm getting years confused because then like COVID, after right. COVID, I was like, I don't know any sense of time. Uh, uh, so yeah, the the last last Twitch last TwitchCon was a lot of fun. We just did a uh, subathon that was geared towards um, the video game marauders, mm-hmm. and we did that. And then right from that subathon, we actually flew out to TwitchCon, so we all stayed together, anyways. Yeah, and uh, we did the the Team Seventeen booth out there. We each streamed oh, cool. like an hour or two each. I forget. Yeah on their thing but more more so than anything it was just cool meeting a lot of people i haven't met yeah um before yeah because that was a twitchcon
1: that ended you know after covid so like everybody who's sort of been you know streaming for the last few years now everybody got together and met each other for the first time probably i forgot that was the first one back yeah i forgot about that that was Mm -hmm. yeah and you know and probably for you it was a you know twitchcon where you're sort of like you know, both sides, like you see peers, and then at the same time, you turn around and there's, you know, people from your community. It's like, hey, Hexloom, you know, what, you know, that's a unique experience that a lot of people don't, you know, don't get to experience. What was your take on that?
0: I, I, I mean, I had a lot of fun. Yeah. I, 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 uh, it was awesome meeting people who knew who, what my stuff was. Yeah. Uh, it, it seeing that it, in person is really cool. Just makes me uh, it makes me feel good, you yeah. know. I don't know. Nice. People like people like what I'm making. It it makes you feel good. It Sort of motivates uh, you and keeps you going. Yeah, makes you want to keep going for sure.
1: Yeah. Uh, excellent. And now, um, you know, when you're not editing and you're not creating content, streaming, what do you do? You know, away from the computer.
0: Uh, music mainly. Yeah. Um, do that. Uh, honestly, I. Uh, <laughs> to be honest with you i am home so much that if i am not here i try to just get outside in yeah. whatever kind of capacity that is yeah uh especially with the creator of my size i kind of have to like always do something yeah. like constantly <laughs> whether it's creating so if, if i'm not streaming i can guarantee you i'm still working in some capacity so doing something behind the scenes so whether it's editing or anything so i i feel like i don't get out as much anymore yeah. as i should but if if it's my day off, I'm I'm outside for sure. Yeah. So
1: because that's that's the one I think misconception people have with people who are you know streaming or you know a YouTuber. You guys you just play video games and there's just it's there's so much more to that.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, there is. It's uh, it can be definitely very draining. Yeah. Um, type thing, but uh, especially like smaller content creators, it is it is nonstop if you're trying to make it. In any yeah. sort of capacity, mainly because there is so much content out there now, mm-hmm. it, it's a lot harder yeah. for people to to really make it. So,
1: and then you you get whatever a, you
0: capacity know, that is,
1: you have people are you know just sort of not being themselves and wanting are trying different things, different sticks, and just sort of you know what I've noticed over the last year or year and a half of you know sort of, you know sort of being around a lot of it is like. It's it is tough. It, the the mental side of it. You have people who don't want to be off stream because they're they're missing something. They're you know I, I'm going to lose viewers if I'm not on stream. So I think from a streaming standpoint, it's a lot tougher than you know from the YouTube side of things.
0: Yeah, I agree. I would agree with that. Yeah, for sure. If you if you are trying to get into the con- or cr- any kind of creative thing and wanting to make it your main thing, I definitely suggest always keep your mental health in check for yeah sure always put that first above anything else Wh- whatever uh, like even this last tarkov wipe um happened and i had been streaming for a while and my brain was just like you need to go outside dude. yeah so i didn't even stream the first day of tarkov wipe i was just like you know what i'm just gonna <laughs> it's gonna yeah. be the same shit anyway so <laughs> i'm just gonna put it on the bench i'm gonna go outside enjoy my day take uh, you know yeah do whatever and then come back to it and i think that was probably a really good decision, yeah. and I, not say that enough to people who do anything in the content creation world. So.
1: Yeah, a hundred percent. Because you know, if, if people are streaming, you know, ten hours a day—that's ten hours of you're not really having that human-to-human contact. You're reading chat, but you're not having conversations back and forth, and just away from away from you know, streaming.
0: Yeah, essentially, I'm a guy in a room re- talking to a screen. Yeah, exactly. they are people, but I mean, that's basically yeah. yeah exactly
1: cool so uh, so for upcoming things you've guys got that subathon coming up then coming soon yeah. and mm-hmm. anything else you're looking forward to you know for the rest of the year
0: uh trying to think if i have anything like crazy coming up honestly just continuing to create things yeah. i've been having a lot of fun with it lately uh so i whenever i'm and i think what it kind of goes to is it's the changing of the seasons yep. like during summer i am like comatose i just like i don't want to do anything my, my energy is gone so but like when it starts getting cooler and colder i i'm like that's when my my creative side starts coming up you yeah I mean? it's like oh i want to do all this stuff now like this is great so i think weather has a lot to do with it but i'm excited for some new tarkov videos and ideas that we have or i have coming up yeah and uh that subathon should be a really fun one as well uh This one that's going to be next week. Yeah. And that'll be on Aqua's channel.
1: Cool. And are you doing, are you playing any other games off stream or, you know, dipping, you know, playing other games to create, you see what kind of content you can create out of that or really Tarkov's your focus?
0: Tarkov is the main focus, but we played Starfield on stream um, for a little bit. And uh, I mean, a little bit of like Counter Strike we've been playing. Yeah. I've been trying to keep my eyes on any kind of games coming out. There's a game called Lords of the Fallen coming Mm -hmm. out. Uh, this Friday, I believe thirteenth, I guess I should say, and yeah. I, I've been wanting to. I've been checking that game out for so long, and I I'm pretty excited about it. it looks like a Dark Souls type game. Uh, I mean, it was an old game way back when, but yeah, uh, it, it looks great, and I hope it 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 lives up to its expectations because <laughs> I I I want to dive into it. Yeah, so uh, I get excited on anything that's not Tarkov related that sometimes. So
1: now, did you? You haven't been sucked into the Dark and Darker.
0: No, I refuse to play that game uh, just because <laughs> everyone tells me to play it. And I'm just like, no, I'm not going to play it. Just because. <laughs> you guys keep telling me to download it, especially when it was like, you got to download it through a torrent now. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> like, what? And yeah. like, there's all these legal things going oh, on. Yeah. It's like, I don't want to give any of these people my information right now. Right. Yeah. I, I wish the best for it. I'm sure it's an awesome game. But I know also too is as soon as I start playing it, I'm gonna like it a lot, and I'm gonna be sucked into that too, <laughs> and I'm just gonna be, be this nonstop cycle.
1: Yeah, when I heard it was being yeah. distributed, being torn, it's like, what is this late '90s? Come on, I don't know. I don't <laughs> trust I go it. Go on pirate Veda. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. What's going on. But uh, I wish them
0: nothing but success. They seem to be. They have a huge following. They do, and I think yeah. that's great. I think it's great.
1: Yeah, absolutely. All right, Hexel. Well, thank you for doing this. I really appreciate you, uh, you know, taking the time to come on and share your story. But before I go, I got to ask you to shout out somebody you think, uh, you know, may have a good story in your your circle. Um,
0: I'll give you two people. All right. I one is I don't think you've had Decky on.
1: No, I haven't had Decky on.
0: Decky's full of great stories. Yeah. Uh, another person that would I think would be great would be uh lettuce. All right. Lettuce sucks.
1: Sounds good, man. We'll let them know. Here's another a... one too. Oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad of like leaving people out. I'm like, oh, God. I'll take him. Man, uh, you got you know
0: one of uh, creators' clubs current editors. His name's Hark the Umpire. Okay, he is an awesome dude, and I feel like personally his his content is very underappreciated, All right. and uh, on like his own content. Yeah, he's a great editor. I think and I've done videos with him way in, like in the past. We've yep. done some Russ stuff, but he's a great guy. Oh, ah, cool. Ooh. Yeah
1: absolutely let them know i'm gonna be uh you know reaching out to them but one thing i wanted to ask you about was your payday experience oh yeah aqua you guys went down to the special event what was that like
0: that was awesome man i i've never done anything like that before uh being being able to be just in new york hanging out with aqua too was 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 great yeah but the, the whole thing was so well organized i i have nothing but Phrases to say about payday not because they paid me but just because <laughs> not, not because of that but like genuinely i've had a lot of fun playing that game yeah and it's the way that they handled that whole situation was really cool because the premise yeah, they, is
1: you walk into a bank and then all of a sudden it's, it's an actual held bank. up
0: yeah it was an actual bank i it used to be i guess i guess now it's an event space but um yeah, and then it got held up by all these characters and everything, and you just felt like you were actually a part of this situation. Yeah. It was a cool way to introduce uh, everything that we were going to be doing for that day. Yeah. And it was it was awesome.
1: And there yeah. was a whole bunch of other content creators with you for that weekend, right? I think Moydog was yeah. there. and whole met bunch. nice guy. Yeah. I didn't even know he
0: was going to be there. And uh, he was like, hey, what's up? I'm Nolan. And I'm just like, holy – I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit, what's going on?" And uh, there's some other creators there too. I can't, yeah. I'm drawing a blank, but uh, a lot of them I actually had no idea who they were. Yeah, but um, I mean, that just it was a good weekend, though. It was a very good weekend. It was very, it was a very short trip, but yeah. definitely very memorable, and oh, uh, I had a lot of fun. Yeah,
1: excellent. All right, excellent. Well, thank you again. I really appreciate hey, you, you taking the time, and uh, you know, good luck.
0: I appreciate it. Thank you for having me, man. Thank you so much.